Welcome to Data Leadership for Everyone. I'm your host, Anthony Algman. Everyone needs to harness the power of data. There's a lot involved in making that happen, and the show is here to make it all a little bit easier. Think of this as an audio advice column for all of your data and leadership questions. And we're always looking for suggestions. So if you have questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the show, send an email to podcast at dl4e1.com or use our text and voicemail line at 773-888-2077. So this is going to be the last of my solo shows, I think, before I start incorporating more guests again. And uh, I'm excited to talk about today's topic, but please, I can't encourage you enough, please send in your topics and questions, suggestions, because this is how we find the content for the show. This is how I find and go out and reach out to uh, interviewees. It takes a little bit of time sometimes, so please send any thoughts. You can post them on the comments for the YouTube pages. You can send an email. You can you know, text or call me at the, at the uh, number. Please, anything you can to give us some ideas of things that you want to hear about, we would love to have it. Um, and by we, I mean me, because this is my show and I am the one doing it all. So uh, what I would like to cover today, we have a question from Jeff today. Hey, Anthony, my company is looking at hiring a chief data officer, but nobody agrees where they should go in the organization. What do you think? <laughs> Jeff, thank you for this question, because I have a lot of ideas and thoughts on this particular topic. So when we're talking about chief data officers, and it's something that is still, I think, less common than it's less common to have a chief data officer in an organization than it is to have one still. I think those of us in the data space are like, CDOs are everywhere now. Everything is a CDO, this, CDO, that. Uh, that's not really true. I think in my experience, most organizations still do not have a chief data officer. And those organizations are usually pretty far behind where they need to be in terms of basic data management and data uh, governance types of capabilities. And, and they need to do something. So they're like, let's hire the chief data officer. They will We'll make it all work. Um, a, no, that's not going to happen uh, if all you do is hire a chief data officer. Um, but that's for another uh, show. Let's talk specifically about the chief data officer in this uh, show. And, and if your organization's like, yes, we realize data is important. We're not doing enough with it. We need to do more. Chief data officer seems like a good first step. And, and, and it, maybe it is. Maybe it is a good first step. But what do we mean by a chief data officer? So, you'll see different versions of CDO or chief data officer. You'll see the, the classic CDO and you'll see, uh, you'll see CDO means chief digital officer in some cases, which I don't want to get bogged down with the nuance between chief data officer and chief digital officer, but there is a difference. Um, there, you'll also see CDAO, so chief data analytics officer. So data and analytics officer, uh, you'll see, you know, people without a C-level title that are going to be, as Peter Aiken says, uh, the, the top data job, your, your chief data person, whatever you want to call them. Now, I do think titles matter. I do think that the signaling of the importance of the CDO or chief data officer is an important thing to signify, but you have to be earnest about it. So the first thing is if you're going to do any C-level executive. This is not unique to just CDO. This is true of anything because we've seen over the years a proliferation in C-level executive titles that don't really have that kind of juice uh, in their role. And, and really the most important thing that a C-level executive needs to have, in my opinion, is a P&L. And what that means is that they need to be responsible for enough of the business that there is a revenue side 
and a cost side. And that in optimizing that, they can gauge the success of their particular organization. If we start to think about classic PLs, you will see that the, that usually holds true. Your your COO, your chief operations officer, can track to a PL. Your finance officer can track to a PL. Your marketing and sales and, and those kinds of roles can track to a PL. Now it's it's part of your business. It's not your whole business. And so you have to do some attribution of different revenue sources and things like that. But it can be done. You have a role to play in both the revenue generation side of the organization as well as the cost and delivery side of the organization. So C-level executives need to have that kind of authority. Otherwise, they are a paper tiger. They have a inflated title, but without the requisite responsibility. And that means that, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but it also means that it's a sign that that C-level position will not have the appropriate balance of empowerment and accountability in their role. So when we ask somebody to take on a certain amount of responsibility and don't give them the ability to execute on that responsibility, then they have an imbalance there and they're setting them up for not being successful. And that can happen at any level in the organization. It's, it's probably happened to everyone who is listening or watching this podcast at some point in their career, maybe at many points in their career, maybe it's happening right now. But that imbalance between accountability and empowerment can really doom anyone in their position, anyone in their role. And if you if the sound you're nodding your head right now, that's probably because you've been asked to do things that you just didn't have the resources to to do. And that that happens. And so at the CDO level, when we're talking chief data officer level. If we're going to have a CDO, for example, and we're not even getting we're not even getting to the point yet where we're talking about, well, should this be on the business side or should this be on the technical side? That is coming. But if we just have a CDO and they have and I've seen this many times, if they have zero direct reports, but they're the chief data officer. Nope, they're not the CDO. They're not a chief data officer. They're an analyst or they're, they're writing queries or maybe your company has three people. But regardless, they do not have enough ability to execute in almost any context if they don't have direct reports. So that's the question you have to ask. And, and this is probably more important than where do they fit in the organization is how do we put a CDO in a place to be successful? And that is really the question you should be asking yourself first. Now, let's talk about some of the dynamics of what a chief data officer is actually responsible for. So I like to think of it as they're ultimately the chief data steward. Makes it makes it feel more real, right? Chief data officer, oh, they're sitting in some ivory data tower where they make data decisions and the, the company gets better. No, no, chief data steward is like, they're in it, man. They're, they are in the fight. They are trying to help your organization be more successful with data, which will lead, if you're going to be successful with data, it's going to lead to a better business outcome. It's going to lead to your business getting better at what your business does. That's what being a chief data officer is really all about. How do I empower the business with data? That is the goal. Okay. So if we think about a CDO, chief data officer needs to be the chief data steward. They need to help propel data on its journey to becoming better business outcomes, better business value, right? So that's what a CDO needs to accomplish. Well, how can they accomplish that? What are the things that they're going to need to be in a position where you have balanced empowerment and accountability for them to go and do the things that they need to do to help your business get better with data, right? Well, they're going to need data. They're going to need 
systems to help manage that data, push that through. They're going to need people involved and they're going to need process and they're going to need governance and they're going to need all these things, right, to do that. Well, I have so good a time as any. The classic debate, right, is does a chief data officer belong fundamentally in a business unit or part of the business or part of the technology organization or, or rolling into a technology organization? Now, I find that whole debate tedious and tiresome, and here's why. How much do you get to do with data without technology? The answer is nothing. You don't do anything with data without technology, quite frankly. You're either using it to corral that data, to store that data, to plug it into some sort of technology application, to do some sort of analytics with a dashboard, you name it, right? And AI, AI is, is the most technology. It's only technology almost, right? So if you are trying to say chief data steward, person who's fundamentally responsible for pushing this data to business value, um, if you're not deeply involved with the technology, then you are basically cutting off the most important tool set in amplifying your data capabilities. All right, so that's strike one against the CDO being as part of the business. The other thing, and this is why I think quite firmly, and, and I am in the minority, I'll let y'all know, I am in the minority on this particular opinion, and that is, I believe that the chief data officer or its equivalent really has to reside in the technology organization, at least from a philosophical perspective. We're going to complicate this even more in a little bit. But from a philosophical perspective, it needs to exist on the technology side of the organization. Otherwise, you become the chief data customer in requesting the technology organization do a bunch of stuff to help you propel data through the rest of the organization. I don't want to be that far cut off. When I'm a chief data officer, I want to have control. I want to have deep influence over what we prioritize from a technology point of view so that we can make sure that those technology initiatives are aligned with making the most out of our data resources. If I'm a customer asking the technology people to do more stuff for me, I don't get to do that. I don't get to really be in the fight. I'm a, I'm a customer. And that isn't what we need from our chief data officer. Chief data officer needs to be in the fight. They cannot just be on the sideline saying, hey, team on the field, please do better. Like, no, we need to be deeply involved with it. And I think the only way to be successful with data is if you're deeply involved with the technology development process, because that's where the integration happens. That's where you connect all these systems. That's where all the data flows. This is where all the data stewardship manifests is through these systems. Now, it's a fair point to say, well, shouldn't the chief data officer be so connected to the business outcomes that they are on that side of the fence because that should be the thing they care about most. That's a good argument. Problem is somebody's already sitting in that chair and that's the chief operating officer, the CEO, bet you got one of those. That's the person who's supposed to be running the show in terms of the business operations. They already exist and they should be using the data to do a lot of that. Like that's how this thing should work now. We're in businesses that need to be data driven. Chief operating officers, they got to catch that one. They are the ones that are like, I got the operations. Let me connect into all this data analytics. Thank you, chief data officer, for making all that possible. Let's go crush the competition in the marketplace. That's how it should work. So the COO is really how the, the primary data customer, in my mind, is because that's where you actually get that connection point to the entirety of the business. Right. So I think that the missing link, and this is why I get so frustrated with 
the lack of awareness of how businesses actually work because the real problem, the problem that's staring everybody in the face is the fact that our technology organizations are just not delivering. They are not connected to the business the way they should be. And I've had big arguments. I've had big arguments with very knowledgeable data people. I will not name them here, but I will hopefully get them on the show soon. Um, but I've had big arguments about saying, hey, you, you do know, like, we can argue about this chief data officer thing, but the real problem is that our IT organizations aren't any good. And they're like, yeah, but we can't fix that. <laughs> like, but, but, but that's the problem. We can't just ignore that this is the problem. We need to recognize that, hey, our technology organizations are disconnected from the business, and that's amplifying everything we do in our organizations. If that's continuing to happen, that's the real problem here. It's not where do we put our CDO. That's a solvable kind of micro scale problem compared to how do we make sure that technology and our continuing increasing reliance and investment in technology is actually driving the business outcomes that it should. And that's where we need to be focused. And so this comes all full circle, right? So the, the full circle is that our CDOs, while I can be the first to tell you, they should be on the technology side because that's where the real problem is right now. And that's where the amplification of data happens. I don't really care where you put an actual CDO because in, in reality, what matters, the real thing that matters most is in your organization, where will the CDO be most capable of implementing the kinds of change that will lead to the most data-driven value for your organization in the end, right? How can the CDO be most successful in creating data things, propelling data in whatever way to help ultimately drive the best business outcomes? That's what matters. So in your business, I mean, I'll tell you, I've thought about this for a long time, and I've thought that the CDO belongs in the technology organization for a very long time, and I have not been swayed from that yet. Happy to engage in the comments if anybody would like to debate me on this or come on to the show, and we'll, we'll have a healthy debate on it as well, but not been convinced yet that the CDO belongs on the business side. That said, when I had an opportunity, I was in consulting, and I had an opportunity to go to my client uh, to become their chief data officer, I said unequivocally that to take this position I cannot have it reporting into the technology organization, and here's why. Because the technology organization had no vision for what data meant to the business. And so this is public sector, transit authority, and I'm doing. we're doing buses and trains, and the technology organization is heavily burdened. It's a pretty big organization in there. They're, they're focused on how do we keep the, the buses and trains running? How do we keep them doing what they need to do, staying on schedule-ish, and being... Uh, served by the technology systems that drive that operations. That's a viable, you know, that's a, that's a noble goal. That's what you should be doing, but you should also care about the data because that helps. That's kind of how you get better at things. They didn't see it that way. They're like, we keep the lights on. That's all we do. And so they're, they're asking me to come in to become their chief data officer. And they're like, what do you need? And I'm like, well, if I want to be successful in this, A, can't roll into the technology organization because they will destroy everything I tried to do because they're going to have, if I'm rolling into this technology organization, that means the CIO is going to actually torpedo anything I, I try. So why would I even take this job if that's the case? So I said, hey, if you want this role, if you care about this role, really want this role to be successful, then what you need to do is create this position as a counterpart to the CIO, working closely with the CIO on the technology side, but create it on the business side because there's a huge knowledge gap. There's a huge um, inability to put data capabilities to use. And I want to grow my own data analytics organization that can do technology work, 
but with such a business focus that we can kind of run parallel to this technology organization that was kind of not, in my mind, covering the whole ground of what they should be doing. So it becomes like this hybrid business technology organization. But I said, I can't roll into technology. I have to roll in. Uh, and we ended up making it roll into the CFO. But that to me was the most important thing. But that position had to sit at the same level as the CIO. Like this, at or above, was my, was my negotiating point. Like it has to be at or above the CIO. They have to be complete peers in this role. Whether you hire me for it or not, I'm just telling you, this is what they're going to need to be successful. If they are not at the same level as the CIO in this particular context, the CIO is still going to torpedo everything they try to do. So if you really want to do this, you've got to show, hey, we really want to support it. And they did it. They did it. And they actually created the position that way. They actually brought in and allowed me to start building out the team to start doing that. And we were really successful in the time that we had to do that. And it actually created some things that exists today. This is uh, you know, eight years later, and it's still there. And we weren't in position that long because the, the leadership turnover uh, happened right after that, after I joined full time. And so new leadership came in. They wanted to take things in a different direction. And fine, that's their prerogative. But we actually were able to create things that last. And that was what mattered, right? How do we connect into the organization to make the organization better? Not how do we do data better? How do we create the best data governance organization? Those are all steps in the journey, but that's not the journey. The journey is how do you take the data you have or the data you have access to, turn it into the outcomes that your business needs. All of those steps are within the purview of the CDO. So in my mind, should be on the technology side. If fixing the technology side is a non-starter for you, then you might have to get creative of what you tactically do to make this possible. But the worst thing you can do is be like, oh, let's just create that CDO, not give them a team, not give her a, uh, a, a set of, of P&L responsibilities. Let's just have them go in and, and do the best they can, and, and they'll be the first one in front of the bus when the bus inevitably comes. Like it, That's just not a good plan. So I really want you to think about, and, and this this actually works too, like it, big picture stuff, CDOs, you know, organizational structures and stuff, that's only relevant to some of us in, in making those kinds of decisions on behalf of our organizations. But I do feel like you can think about even data roles within teams in a similar vein. How technical do you need to create your technology role or, or your data role in this particular team? Do they need to be technology development focused? Do they need to be data management focused? Do they, do they need to be data governance focused? When you start to break down the actual ways you create value, it comes down to three things. Do you increase revenue, decrease cost, or do you manage risk? And so, and we'll we'll talk more about these. And you look in some of the back episodes from Data Leadership Lessons, you can find more information about this as well. But at the end of the day, if data governance role is typically oriented most towards risk management, that may be the thing you need in your particular context in the organization to drive value. And that's really what any kind of data role or any kind of technology role or really any kind of role at all has in the organization. How do I take my inputs, do something, and then create a business change that helps the business in the end, increase revenue, decrease cost, or better manage risk, right? So think about those lenses. Think about, okay, what are the challenges that traditionally plague our companies and, and the, the disconnect between the technology organizations and the business strategies and the business operations tends to be a pretty common one. The CDO, if you're going to create that kind of role, 
and the, there's the danger of uh, have we have we found a solution in search of a problem do we really know what the problem is that we're asking the cdo to solve do we really know how we're going to balance the empowerment and accountability for that role to be successful do we have the investment ready to support them with the team that they'll need to build to do all of the things we're asking them to achieve do we have the buy-in or can they develop the buy-in from the business side to incorporate these into the business operations that are at play there there's a lot of things that go into taking data and making it better and, and a lot of our folks in our organizations have been doing the same thing for a long time they don't know how to use data and analytics to improve what they do and they're going to need to be taught they're going to need to be brought into this this is something that is transforming how our businesses work from top to bottom and to plug in one person in one department somewhere and say, your problem now, go on and fix it. Uh, that's just not going to work. And so we need to be very thoughtful. What are our expectations here? What are our investments? And what are we really looking to achieve with the moves that we're looking to make? You got to think about it like a, a chess game. The problem is with chess, as complicated as chess is, all the moves are defined. There's only so many ways you can move pieces on a chessboard. In an organization, you can do whatever you want. I mean, there's anything you can do. You can go raise funding and invest more. You can you know, cut staff and invest less. You can do anything that you can within the realms of finance and hopefully the law. And do whatever it takes to make that business as successful as possible. And so if you say, oh, we need AI or, oh, we need a chief data officer. Oh, we need a blah, blah, blah. Um, be sure you know what the problem is first before you go in solution and what that that answer is. Don't just treat the symptoms. Understand what's causing your need for this or your desire to do this thing, to take this action. Consider what is the problem that I'm really trying to solve here and how do I best solve that problem, whatever the answer is. And sometimes, and, and this, this happens with CDOs, this happens with data governance councils. They're like, oh, we don't have data governance. We better get some of that. Let's go do it. Okay, go, go, go. Um, no, no, that doesn't do it. it. It just starts to create the illusion that you're doing something to it, but it ends up disconnected. It's got a weak link between that effort and the outcome that it's trying to drive. And that's really what I'm trying to to focus on. It's like if you if you've ever um worked with like uh you know multi-pane windows. I'm looking at a window. I'll use that example, right? Multi-pane windows keep the heat out or keep the heat in better, right? Than a single pane window. Why? Because the insulation there is it, it, it helps. Well, similarly, like understand, are we trying to keep things out? Are we trying to bring things together? Do we need a better conductor? You know, paper is not as good of a conductor as copper. Okay. You know, are we putting in paper here or are we putting in copper here? Anyway, so think about the, the dynamics of the things that you're trying to do and why you're trying to do them. And then if you're thinking about a chief data officer, recognize that chief data officer by itself, especially one that you just plug on the business side because the IT organization can't be trusted to do the right thing, um, that's not going to solve the problem. That's just going to create more problems. So uh, think about that. Think about where you can make the best bang for the buck in terms of where they can plug into the organization and help the organization truly take data in these raw uh, materials, do whatever is necessary from a technology point of view, from a business and process point of view, to then ultimately drive those business outcomes. That's really the most important thing to consider. And um, yeah, I think that's I think that's that. So if there's any clarifying questions and there's any uh, further debate, I know this is a, a topic that's been debated so much, but I think that that debate needs to continue because we haven't yet gotten to that complete and concise answer yet. But hopefully gave you some things to think about as you're driving into work or as you're on a jog in the morning. Um, and so with that, uh, just recall this 
podcast is data leadership for everyone, but if you need some data leadership for you, I want to help. So here are some options. One, if you have a topic or question to discuss on the show, send an email or give us a call. Email address again is podcast at dl4e1.com or use our text and voicemail line at 773-888-2077. Option two, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, either to share your wisdom on a topic or to discuss a particular challenge you're facing, reach out. We'll make it happen. Same number, same email. And finally, uh, option three, I'm happy to meet with anyone to discuss your data leadership challenges one-on-one. Sometimes all it takes is a good conversation to get you on the right path. Reach out. We'll schedule no-cost 30-minute virtual meeting. Um, Not every topic makes uh, sense for the show, but definitely want to help you however I can. And so finally, you can find all of our episodes as well as other resources to help you in your data leadership journey at dataleadershipforeveryone.com. And until next time, be good to your data, be better to your business, and be best to each other. Now go make an impact. Thank you.